1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. Well, Mara, by now, everyone watching Days of Our Lives has seen Stephen Nichols make his way back to Salem. However, instead of playing Steve, he is playing Steve with a chip in his brain, so he thinks he's Stefano. So in the new issue, we have an interview with Stephen, who talks about taking on the iconic role played by Joe Muscolo. Stephen tells me that he actually got videos of Stefano in like every mode, you know, manipulating, laughing, raging, interacting with women, interacting with children. So he could really immerse himself in the role. And, you know, he admits it was daunting. He didn't want to do like a cheap imitation. And he worked really hard to get Stefano's essence. And, you know, I think that reveal was so well done with Gina painting that portrait for weeks. I don't think, you know, I knew someone who called me and was like, who is it? You know, Maybe people who aren't on the Internet all the time, you know, really were surprised by that. And I really love watching Steven and Christian Alfonso interact in a completely different way. But of course, the money moment will be when he crosses paths with Mary Beth Evans's Kayla.
2: Yeah, there is there's really no return on daytime TV that has been more like hotly anticipated than Steven's. And like on the one hand, I want Steve back. But on the other, what a way to raise the stakes for Steve and Kayla, right? Uh, like even mm-hmm. before the reveal, um, there was a strong setup for Stela drama because, of course, Steve and Kayla are divorced and she has moved on with Justin, but adding a chip in the brain and not just any chip, but a Stefano chip is bound to give us some like pretty boffo
1: conflict. And from an acting perspective, I've been totally impressed thus far uh, by his channeling of Stefano. Oh, me too. I mean, he is doing such an amazing job and you could tell like he really took it seriously. And, you know, I mean, just this whole story is very days like, you know, it's funny, though, because we're seeing something similar on GH with Franco as Drew, Um, You know, Roger Howarth has done a great job as he does with everything, you know, but within the Salem reality, this kind of story is a thing in Port Charles. I don't really know if it's the same, but performance wise, you know, both have been tops. Um, Anyway, speaking of GH, you spoke to Rebecca Buttig about her exit as Hayden.
2: Yeah, which I have to say was bittersweet because I was not ready for Hayden to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really hard for Rebecca to leave, too, because she has such warm working relationships at GH. Uh, Michael Easton, uh, Finn, is a dear friend of hers. She really enjoyed the chance to, like, deepen the on-screen sister relationship that she shares with um, Rebecca Herbst. Yeah, I, love that. I totally love that. Um And she basically fell madly in love, as really anyone would, with that darling young actress (laughs) who plays Violet, Jophiel Love. Uh, So Rebecca told me that she came back to the show kind of anxious about how Hayden would be received by the fans, given that she had kept Finn's daughter from him and that it meant a lot to her that people did welcome her back with open arms uh, and that there were still people rooting and still are people rooting for Finn and Hayden. Um, So I think G.H. had like a... Pretty pitch perfect setup for a Finn and a Hayden triangle in place, and I just am disappointed as a viewer that timing-wise, Rebecca's short-term contract ended just as Finola Hughes was returning as Anna.
1: Oh, I totally agree. I was really hoping for more. You know, I think there's so much potential with the character of Hayden, and you know, based on the emails we received in the Sound Off inbox from viewers, you know, they agree they really like that Finn Hayden pairing as well, and we're hoping to see more develop now that Finola was back. Yeah. Um, so speaking of pairings, one that I am totally intrigued by these days is Ridge and Shauna on Bold and Beautiful. You know, it's funny because I was totally team bridge when Brooke and Ridge finally got back together but after everything that has gone down on that show in the past year between those two and more recently with the drama with Thomas and Hope you know it's believable that they would reach an impasse in their marriage and you know that it would maybe lead to like looking elsewhere Mm -hmm. Um, you know plus we've definitely been treated to some insanely good emotional scenes between Torsten Kay and Catherine Kelly Lang during this breakup saga which has just been such a bonus to it and you know I don't know if it's because because Torsten wasn't the original Ridge who first built this relationship between Brooke and Ridge back in 1987. But, you know, I'm on board whenever these two find their way to someone else. You know, I think Catherine and Don Diamond have great chemistry, too. You know, but I know that not everyone loves a super couple split.
2: I don't always love a super couple split. But like to me, this is Ridge and Brooke that we're talking about. They have been married to each other seven (laughs) times. As soon as they say, I do. I'm like expecting like the DVR alert telling me that they're going to break up or that there's going to be like third party interference. Um, and I like that Shauna is totally different from the other women we've seen Ridge go for over the years. Mm-hmm. That alone to me gives
1: it a freshness. Absolutely. Um, well, our guest today is the actress who plays Shauna. It's Denise Richards, who has been a total game changer on B&B. You know, she's seamlessly been woven into the canvas and is such a great new character. So let's get her on the phone to talk about everything she's been up to. Hi girls. Hi, Denise. Hi. We are so happy you're joining us today and that this worked oh, out. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Mara and I were just talking about just what a great addition Shauna and you have been to B. So, first of all, like how would you describe your experience so far on the soap?
0: I love it. It's something that I've never done before and it's so much fun. I love the cast. At first, I was intimidated to, you know, when I first started working because I feel like it's being the new girl at school, (laughs) at the popular school, (sighs) and, you know, I know that they've all worked together for a really long time, so you never know how other actors are going to be sometimes, and everyone was just so welcoming, which has made the experience so much more fun, and I really love working with everyone.
2: Had you ever auditioned for a soap before, like early in your career?
0: Yeah, one of my very first jobs, I actually screen tested for when they brought Carrie back on Days of Our Lives years ago. I guess she left. Um, Terry, I think that was her name. Oh God. I mean, I'm probably saying the wrong name. I'm so you're, sorry. You're triggering the soap <laughs> trivia experts. <laughs> yeah, we're Brains staring were at like, each other. Okay, trying it was actually to figure it was actually with a very dear friend of mine that she worked with, which is Patrick Muldoon. And then Patrick played Lisa Rinna's brother, but I don't oh, know. Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Yes, yes. So oh. she had been on the show for a while, and then she left. Right. And they were bringing her character back, and. I don't know why they didn't just hire her, but they had a screen test and she was one of them. So of course she was going to get it. (laughs) They were like, you really seem
2: to understand this character.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but after that, I, you know, hadn't, and it was something uh, I have obviously have friends and worked with people who had done a soap and, you know, I, it seemed, um, it's a lot of, you know, the one thing that I, everyone would say is there's a lot of dialogue every day and you have to. Know your lines, like everything, which you do on any job. But this is a, a, an unusual amount for an actor, you you know, doing like a single camera, or even multi-camera doing a sitcom. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, by the way, Carrie was involved with Austin, who Patrick did play. That would have been so strange yes. if you had actually crossed paths it was really funny. in like 93 <laughs> yeah. before I you know. did Starship Troopers.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
1: so, well, what made you want to do B&B then at this time?
0: You know, um, Brad Bell had reached out to me and told me about the character, and I thought it would be something different and a challenge because I had never, i you know, like I said, I've never done a a soap opera, and it was also an, an amazing opportunity for me to be in town filming with my family, and I just thought it would be something fun and different. And it is. And I really love it. And I love, I have, I have such a fun character to play. Well, let's talk about Shauna. So
2: we were just talking about Shauna and, and Ridge's growing closeness. What is your take <laughs> on her interest in, in Ridge?
0: I think she started to really become interested in him when he helped her daughter. And being, you know, mom, and I was a single mom for so many years, it's, It's very attractive when a man wants to take care of your, and cares about your, your kids. So, and, and his own. So I think that was the first thing that she really became, you know, I think she's always had to take care of herself and take care, taking care of her daughter her her whole entire life. So to have a man step in and really, for whatever his reasons were in her mind, at the end of the day, he still um, protected her daughter. So I think that's, you know, was the initial attraction. Well, aside from she was in awe of, you know, him being a fashion designer (laughs) and he's got some money and he's, you know, he's not, you know, uh, he's easy on the eyes. So I think that she was, you know, that's stuff that can be very superficial. So I think the stuff that the thing that really, um, you know, started the real attraction was what he did for her daughter.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, now tell us what it's like to work with Torsten.
0: I love working with him. We have a lot of fun together and I love doing scenes with him. It's, you know, fun. They're easy doing. We can, you know, sometimes ad lib a little bit and just have fun with it. And he's really great to work with.
2: Just unfortunate that he has no sense of humor.
0: Well, that's the thing that I think (laughs) I really liked about him right away (laughs) in real life is that he does have a good sense of humor. I have the same humor, so... I, I, you know, I think, it, you know, and it makes it more fun, too, when you do scenes, when you obviously get along with actors and can have fun with each other in between the scenes. It, it makes it a lot of fun at work.
2: Absolutely. So obviously you play mom to uh, the character Flo. And what has it been like to work with her portrayer, Katrina Bowden?
0: Lovely. She is so sweet and really Fun as well and it's been really great getting to know her too and i you know it's funny when you because we don't know what happens until the weekend before we get our scripts for the following week so we're not sure where our characters go or things that happen and seeing our characters evolve one way or another and it's um i I find it very uh charming that you know the roles have slightly shifted to where the character of Flo is more the mature, you know, sensible one over Shauna, (laughs) Um, which I find kind of funny. And it's fun to play that.
1: (laughs) Right. She's, she's sometimes the mom in those scenes. She is
0: definitely sometimes the mom. She is definitely, um, you know, more grounded than her, her mother.
1: You know, another really clever thing that Brad did was tie Shauna to Quinn and Wyatt, but, um, your relationship with Rena's fun. The scenes that played out this week where they're like dishing about Ridge really were great. Um, so have you had to forge a connection with Rena? Did it come right away? What's that been like?
0: Yeah, she actually, as soon as I was cast to do the show, my first scenes were with her aside from a phone call I did. And she reached out and wanted and called me and talked to me, you know, about the show and told me, I know it can be overwhelming when you're doing two episodes a day and just take one scene at a time. She was really so supportive and incredible. And I, re- I really like her.
2: That's awesome. Um, all right, so let's, let's travel back with you to the beginning of your acting career. Now, you had been a model. So what was it like to transition from modeling into acting?
0: Uh, I had always still wanted to act when, and even when I was in high school, I was taking drama and classes and that sort of thing. And when I started modeling, I was making more money doing that than uh, scooping ice cream when I had a job at haagen (laughs) but I didn't want to pursue it because I wanted to act. And, but it was, you know, it was a great opportunity for me. Um, And I got to travel and all of that. But I was also very fortunate that I played younger than than I was starting out. And so I was able to play, you know, under 18 and they didn't have to worry about hours I worked or different things. So, um, And I didn't need a full resume. So it was, you know, I was very lucky that as soon as I got an agent, I was able to start booking jobs. And then I'm like, oh, this is great. And then, of course, you get all the rejections <laughs> along the way. But, you know, every time you get that, the one job you do get, it, you know, pays off.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, now, your IMDb list is really very impressive. And certainly in the early 90s, when you were starting out, you appeared on some shows that people still talk about today. Um, Nevermind still air today. But there was Saved by the Bell. There was Doogie Howser. You were on Seinfeld. And Beverly Hills 90210, just to name a few. Um, what was that like for you? You know, those are pretty big deals like coming out of the gate.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's a very, uh, it, it's very daunting to work on sets with th- those actors and the shows were just so popular. Um, Saved by the Bell and Doogie Hauser were what got me my SAG card. One of the shows got me tapped Hartley into the union. The other one sealed the deal. So So I'm very <laughs> grateful for those. <laughs> and, um, the others were a lot of fun, and I recently over the summer did um, the reboot of 90210, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun to see the whole cast together, uh, and it was just so nostalgic because all of us loved that show, and it was one of my very first jobs, and to see, you know, things come full circle with all of us, it's, it was a lot of fun. It was a very wonderful time.
2: Um. Many Melrose uh, Place fans will remember your your arc as Brandy Carson. What do you remember about the Melrose Place experience?
0: All I remember really for is how wonderful, like Lonnie Anderson. I was obsessed with what her workouts were she would <laughs> tell me she only worked out fifteen minutes a session. And I'm like, how is that possible? That you look like that on working out for fifteen minutes. I remember that so vividly. <laughs> She was so great to see her in person because my parents used to watch her show the WKRP in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and um, so to see her and play her daughter, it was just it was really very funny.
1: You know that show was like huge when you did it. Were you recognized a lot from it, or what did that kind of start the ball? Well, rolling?
0: when I got, I had just gotten, um, I got that, but then before I shot it, I had just been told I got Starship Troopers. Okay. Mm. So right after I did um, Melrose Place, I went on and uh, started filming Starship and Patrick Muldoon was on Melrose Place. I've known him, by the way, since I was 19 years old. He was oh, in one really? Of, we were in acting class, um, one of our first classes together and he's one of my best friends. I'm very close to his family and, you know, we've always, it's funny, also career-wise too, our paths have crossed so many times. So they were everyone was cast on Starship except for his role. And so I told Paul Verhoeven, you know, can we, why don't we can we bring him in and have him read? And so he read, and then it came down to testing between him and another actor. And um, obviously because of our, uh, we have, you know, great friendship and chemistry and everything, it, it worked out very well. So then after, then he went on, obviously his, he finished up Melrose and did Starship and that
1: was that. <laughs> Um, I mean, did you know when you were doing it that it would be such a big deal, or that it would starship? Yeah, sort of, yeah. You,
0: I. Well, you never know how things are going to go. But what we all, what I have, some of my most fond memories from my career, you know, or especially early on, is that movie, is because we were all the same level in our career. It was a six month shoot, um, a, probably two or three months of prep beforehand. And it was just a great bonding experience for all of us. And, you know, it was a huge, huge budget. And it was all of our pretty much first time having a movie that was going to be in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so you you hope that it will do well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what do you remember about then seeing yourself for the
0: first time? I, oh, on I hate to watch myself. And I don't even watch most of my stuff. <laughs> I, and it's funny, I remember seeing other actors and in interviews who would say that I'm like, how is that possible before I started working? <laughs> now I get it. Like, I can't, I can't stand watching myself. <laughs> it's like hearing your voice and your, you know, re- when you record it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mar and I both understand that. Well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. No, I don't like it. Say, I don't like that either. <laughs> what, what was it like though when that
2: movie became so big and you became so recognizable, like that has to be a kind of a bizarro experience.
0: You, it, it actually was because four months after that came out, um, Wild Things came out. Mm-hmm. And they're very different roles, very different movies. And it was, um, you know, after those two films, then it was very different. Uh, and it's a weird thing to go from no one knowing anything about you or who you are to that. And it's, uh, you know, it's a thing that you it's hard to even prepare for it. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm um, Speaking of wild things, could you ever have guessed that that kiss with Nev Campbell <laughs> would turn out to be as monumental as
0: it was? No, <laughs> <laughs> I never did.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like today, like if anyone mentions that movie, that's sort of totally. one of the first things that.
0: Yeah, they always talk about that. And it's very funny. Mm
1: hmm. Well, job well
2: done, I guess. Yes.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> I can't you get guys? off the subject because I have teenage girls oh. now. So I, <laughs> okay, I was no always problem. like, oh, that's fine. No, I don't mean you guys, but I'm just saying in general, like. I'm like...
2: <laughs> like the culture's obsession with it. You're ready for them to move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, another like huge pop culture moment is you were a Bond girl in The World Is Not Enough. What was it like to like find out that
0: you were going to be a Bond girl? Well, I, so I, I auditioned for it and then I'll never forget it was on Thanksgiving that I had to fly. My dad went with me, um, to screen test for it. So I flew to London tested for it and then, you know, flew back to LA and, you know, waited. I don't even remember how long it was. And then I got the phone call that, um, that I was cast and the thing was, I, this is going to sound awful. I had never even seen a Bond movie when I was cast in it. That's amazing. So after I did get cast, they were I don't even think they knew this, thank God, but uh, <laughs> they did as a wonderful gift, they sent us all every single, you know, DVD of the entire franchise. So then I started watching it and I'm like, oh, so this is what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'll never forget that it was announced, I think on CNN, that I was the next Bond girl. And I'm like, why is this such a big deal? Like I couldn't (laughs) understand it. I was so stupid and naive. So I quickly learned, um, what an iconic, uh, franchise, especially doing the, the press for it. It was, we promoted it for about a month worldwide, which was such an incredible experience to travel all over the world and go to many, you know, world, you know, premieres some of them Royal and meet different people and all the fans that have stuck by that franchise from day one. It was really, um, so amazing to see that with everyone.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: You no, know, people are, uh, big fans of the movie.
2: <laughs> How does one pack for a month long world tour of movie premieres?
0: Uh, okay, you have to have a stylist for sure. Mm -hmm. And they help pack you because I said the same thing. (laughs) And because it's also very, you fly in, you land, you do press, you do a press conference, then you have your premiere that night. The next morning, you usually fly somewhere else or you get one, like a half a day off. So it's a lot. So you have to be super organized and have everything packed exactly the order. It's a lot actually (laughs) work. Did it turn you into a good packer? Um, yes. Um, at times. Yes. I think it's, you definitely, for stuff like that, you have to be extremely organized and have, it's a lot of work putting, putting that together (laughs) more than people think.
2: (laughs) So, uh, back in the States, I guess, after, after all of that, and you came back to television and we're on spin city, what stands out to you about, uh, the experience there?
0: Well, I met my ex-husband. Well, I didn't actually meet him there. We started dating during that time. Charlie. Mm -hmm. It was, we did a movie, um, Good Advice, right when he got cast um, to replace Michael J. Fox. And then a year later, I ended up um, doing like an arc on that show. And then we started dating during that show.
1: Um, were you the kind of person who was like, I don't want to date actors. Did you have any sort of, you know, of...
0: I know. Cause I never wanted someone to say that about me, but I was one that I didn't date, uh, too many people that I was working with. Mm-hmm. So we tried to keep it, um, quiet. Um, but his set quickly found out <laughs> that we were <laughs> dating. Um, and then, yeah, we ended up married with two kids and then divorced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that relationship obviously also put you in a, just in the world spotlight and, you know, just a different way for your personal life. You know, what was that like after sort of being in it for your professional life?
0: Very, uh, something I never would have expected and anticipated that your uh, because I would, you know, was very private and we were private and to have that all over the, you know, tabloids and, and news and all that was extremely difficult because, and I couldn't understand why, that would affect anything with my work or why people would have a different perception. Cause it was just personal stuff, but it was, it was definitely a big uh, thing I had to go through. Definitely a, a difficult time.
2: It's an interesting thing. Like to be used to having the spotlight on you is totally different than having, you know, being under that kind of a microscope, like not because of the work that you're putting out or by choice, if you will.
0: It, it, extremely because also when I would do interviews and, um, you know whether it was magazine or talk shows, I was pretty private, and so then to have that all out there, it was extremely—you uh, know—it was very challenging and it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. I could not even
1: imagine. Um, but the two of you did work together then on two and a half men. So what what yes. was that like to work together?
0: Well, we were still married when we did that. Um, I had the first time I. I think i worked, I was pregnant with our daughter. And then the second time we had our daughter on the show and I, the, the day I went to work, I had found out I was pregnant with our second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but it was good. I mean, I, I loved working on the show. And then when he did anger management at that point, we were divorced and I did two episodes of that, which was fun to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you obviously have a very, uh, you know, good relationship, um, that you can still work together. And obviously, because you share children. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's important um, as much as possible for, you know, trying to get through stuff and keep it about the kids and, you know, that sort of thing. But it definitely was not always good, as many people had read and heard. It was very up and down and very challenging, just like any other divorce. At times, some people go through things a little more amicable than he and I did. But you know, it's okay. It's uh, definitely, there have been times where things have been really great with us being divorced.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, admirable that regardless of, you know, however contentious things are that you do prioritize the children and just kind of keep at making it
0: work. I think it's so important. I don't come from a divorced family and I would want my parents to do the same. And my, you know, I come from a very strong family and I think You know, the kids, it's not their fault that they're, you know, their parents are divorced and nor should they be privy to certain things, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Totally.
1: Well, after the experience on Two and a Half Men, um, you've worked pretty steadily after that. Is there a project that you've done, you know, in the past, like, let's say 10 years or so that has really stood out to you?
0: Well, I just think that every project is different and I'm very grateful and very lucky that I'm still, you know, working in the business. The business has changed and I think you have to evolve with the change. Things are very different. It's very, you know, it's, you know, when I first started acting, it was more about keeping a mystery and keeping some privacy so that people could envision you in whatever role you're playing. And now fans are wanting to see more of whoever they look up to or watch or, you know, like to see in the movies or on television and, you know, with social media and everything. And I think, and, and I also think it's a great platform to connect with fans. And I think that there's so much more, you know, with things have changed with the streaming and, and everything else. Um, So for me, I'm just, I, I am so grateful that I still work in the business that I love working in.
2: It's interesting how it's kind of forced, I think, people to evolve with it and, you know, yeah. to have that direct pipeline now that you have with social media to kind of be your own voice for yourself and you don't need an intermediary anymore. Um, and that brings us to that. Uh, Steph and I are both Real Housewives fans. We were very excited that you were joining the cast. But tell oh, us the, thank you. the story of how you did join the cast.
0: Lisa Rinna is a good friend of mine. I've known her for over 20 years and she's been on the show for quite some time and she, you know, had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, so I thought, why not? I'll try something different. And I was a fan of the show too. Um, So that's kind of how it happened.
1: So you kind of knew what you were getting into, (laughs) right?
0: Sort of.
1: (laughs) Well, were there surprises? Like...
0: Did you, do you think um, it was be she one told thing? me stuff mm-hmm. privately that I have always promised her I would never reveal of how until today? Work. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but it's uh, you know it's I, I was I knew I watched the show, but I didn't realize how many people do watch the show until <laughs> I joined it. And my husband is always laughing when people come up, um, you know, wherever and say something, and he's like, I cannot believe how many people watch this show <laughs> I, said, I know because of all the things you've done it's this show that they keep talking about it's very funny mm-hmm. but it also makes people feel i'm sure like they know you you know
2: yes, in a way that they definitely they, you know because yeah. you're not playing a character if you will so right. did did you have any um hesitation about signing on or like were were you at all worried about how um, you might be portrayed
0: well i was i was thought well i'll I'm myself on it and I, because I am an actress, I don't want to be somebody that I'm not. I want to, a lot of people do know of me and know, have seen me do interviews or whatever. So I always, I just wanted to be myself, but myself is not glammed 24 seven. And, and, and I love all that, but I like it for, you know, work and going to parties or events or whatever, that sort of thing and red carpet stuff. But my day-to-day life, I'm extremely casual. And I wasn't sure how the audience would, um, take to me being that. So I thought it could go one way or another.
1: Hmm. And it went the way that that's cool. (laughs) That was like refreshing. I was actually
0: very surprised. Mm -hmm. I thought for sure that they would be disappointed that I wasn't living up to the Beverly Hills franchise of everyone being super glamorous and, um, all the time.
1: I mean, I think there has to be some, you know, inherent understanding that no one looks like that every day. <laughs> right. Like, right. You know that. These... No,
0: it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't. That's too much work for me to do. I don't have the time to <laughs> <I've never laughs> get my hair makeup done before I go to the grocery store, or or even like breakfast. Um, and we live in a casual city too, even though it is Beverly Hills. There's still, you know, it's different, right? They, but the show has been on the air for when I joined it had, you know, I've joined their ninth season. So I I thought, well, this will go one way or another. People will either like it or they won't, (laughs) but I wanted to just stay true to myself and not turn and be somebody I wasn't.
2: And did you have a fun experience?
0: Like, was it? I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah. My first, this first season that I did was so fun. I really enjoyed getting to know everyone and, um, you know, I had a lot of fun on it. Now, do you get
1: people who come up to you now to mostly talk about the housewives? I mean, yeah, I would think, I would think, I think there's a whole new group of people. How was BravoCon speaking of?
0: I loved going to it because it was for the fans and we would not be here without fans. So it was definitely something that I wanted to make sure I was able to attend. And I think it's wonderful that they, and very clever that they did it. It was a huge turnout. and. You know, it was nice to connect with fans and, um, you know, and be uh, very grateful to them.
1: Was the magnitude of just the passion of the fans kind of, like, overwhelming? Like, maybe to Aaron's point that, like, God, a lot of people watch this show. I mean, <laughs> yes. everyone there
0: watches the show. No, it's, it is. It's a very—it um, was definitely a, um, a heartwarming experience to see how passionate the fans were. <laughs>
1: Um, now we were just gonna mention you just posted your holiday card with your three beautiful girls. and thank
0: you. Um,
1: and just so you know, how do they feel about you being on housewives and themselves being on housewives? Um,
0: I think they have mixed feelings. I wasn't sure they even watched the show. I didn't think they would. um but they've definitely seen some things on the show when they were not at our house, that um, I've had to have some, you know, had to explain <laughs> <some things. laughs> but, you know, I think they've they're teenagers and I get it. I couldn't imagine, you know, my parents. So it's gotta be very strange for them.
2: Totally. Well, I have to, I guess, uh, I'll ask you last that on Instagram, I see some hints that you're possibly putting down some roots in Montana.
0: Yes. Tell us about, um, what life we is haven't like found a you. place yet. I've, I've, I've gone there for the past seven or eight years and I just love it. And, um, Aaron's fallen in love with it. And I want, Obviously, I will still keep a you know our place in Los Angeles for sure. This is where we work. This is where our home is too. But we want both. You know it's nice to go there and decompress. We go there you know a few times a year, uh, and we just love it. So I definitely you know we've been looking for places for about six months now.
2: All right. Well, we'll put good real estate vibes
0: out there for you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Maybe a million million listing Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But we'll still be in Los Angeles too, because we work here.
1: (laughs) Well, good. Because that means we will continue to see you on Bold and Beautiful and The Real Housewives. Because
0: I love that show so much.
1: And we love you on it. You've really been great and such a great addition. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you.
1: And thank you so much for your time today. It was great to talk to you. And have a very happy holiday season. Thank you. You too thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Denise Richards for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.